Welcome back to our special episode of the Shift Points Podcast. Uh, we're here with Randy Edmonds. Uh, Randy has uh, been super nice in letting Shift Points cover these race recaps that uh, for the Southeast Gasser Association. Um, this past weekend, they were up in Xenia. Am I saying that right? Xenia, yeah. Ohio at the Kill Care Raceway. Uh, I've seen some pictures and some of the footage that went on this weekend. It looked like you guys had a really good weekend of racing. It was a good weekend of racing. We... Uh, uh, crowd wasn't what we expected because they call for rain they call yeah. for like 60 percent chance of rain at one o'clock on saturday Man. and we, we never got a drop it seems uh, like it rains every day now <laughs> and and you know people don't realize what that does to to events oh, everywhere yeah. you know i mean they get out there and they just say well it's going to rain you know and, yep and i mean i'm bad for it too you yeah. know if, I, if there's a good chance of rain i'm probably just gonna pack it up yeah i mean you, we figure it probably you know four or five hundred people probably yeah you know so but anyway it, it turned out to be a really good event you know we uh the track was just fabulous on friday night yeah uh and and my thoughts on friday night was boy we're gonna have a good one tomorrow you know and and it was a good race but it was the track just kind of went away on saturday really maybe the heat yeah or, was it pretty hot up there it got it got hotter on on saturday gotcha yeah and uh it was kind of like, uh, you know, one time, you know, one round, it would be better than other rounds. You right. Know, one lane would be better than the other lane, you know. So That's we, hard to balance that, you know, just following drag racing for all those years and watching it, you know, like the NHRA stuff. There's always some tracks that have just, no matter what they do, it's like one lane has a distinct advantage over the other. How do you guys battle that? I know that this is kind of off the cuff question, but how how is it that you can balance the lanes as much as possible? Well, it's basically, I mean, you know, as far as the drivers go, you know, they can they can you know the, the, whoever's got lane choice can can change lanes all the way up to the water box. Okay. You know, if you pull in the water, you can't do it. Gotcha. You know, before you pull in the water, you can change lanes. Okay. And that did happen this weekend. I think. Oh, really? Uh, uh, well, it was going to happen and ended up not happening not on one one occasion there but uh but that's that's what the drivers do as far as us you know that we're pretty much at the at the track workers mm -hmm. you know that they they pretty well should take care of the track okay and what we saw this weekend was uh we use uh, uh vpslr which is started line resin okay uh, we used to use gold dust uh, and uh, these guys up there were using gold dust and then they were spraying pb over it and then i went to the truck and got the slr and i mean it was just kind of back and forth mm -hmm. uh, we never did really get a good hold on the track on okay. saturday uh and you know that that kills the wheels up yeah all right uh, right you know i mean uh so i guess that would be i guess that i'm, I'm just thinking out loud but I assume that's probably a, something that you get back from the racers. That if you try to try to enforce this wheels up rule, you know that you guys yeah. have, you know they can say, well, the track's not good enough to do this. And, and I agree with them. This yeah, week, right. It, it wasn't there. Some were some were doing good. I mean, you know, you got cars that are that that are going to stand up right. no matter what. Yeah. Well, I mean, they stand up on ice. Yeah. Just about, you know. <laughs> but uh, but then there's some cars that you know it's just uh, the way they're set up. And, you know, if they leave too high, they're going to blow the tires off from it. You know, if they leave too low, they're going to bog. Yeah. You know, and there's uh, there's there's no stutter. There's no, you know, you're you're leaving on your ear. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, it's it's a feel or whatever, you know. And, and we've had, 
we've had a lot of races lost this year by by people leaving too high really you know, and just blow the tires off from it gotcha but, you know and, and these guys have got a lot of horsepower now you know especially a gas yeah what is the i think we talked about this first one and and forgive me for forgetting but what's a rough number of horsepower in the a gas class i would say somewhere around a thousand on really or some some in nine nine hundred yeah thousand somewhere in that that area you know i mean that's not something that you you hear them talking right but uh uh, there's there's some there's some big horsepower out there yeah man horse in a gas there's some big dollars out there right of course yeah and uh uh, but it's uh, you know especially the big blocks. If you leave if you leave high on the big blocks, they're going to blow the tires off of it. Yeah, uh, I know. Uh, and then small blocks too. Also, you know, I mean, Kenneth's our only really competitive small block we've got out there now mm-hmm. in Silver Street too. And uh, I can't remember where it was at a race or two ago. There, he just blew the tires off from it from leaving real high. Really, you know, so. But uh, it's 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 a small block with a lot of horsepower. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he's uh, uh, he's number one qualifier of the past two events before this one. Wow. Uh, so he's right there with the big blocks. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's I, cool I, I, that that, that they can that they can pull that off. I mean, yeah. But when it's got Gene Fulton on the side of the car, you know, a small block. It's probably going to be good. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he he tends to know what he's doing. I yeah, think on, on the small blocks for sure, and then, <laughs> and then the big blocks. You know, one of his one of his big blocks won the A gas this weekend. Did it? Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry, that was that was a little random question, but it just got me thinking about that. How you guys are able to balance the track, and then you know the the I could I could see the pushback you could get on some rules on some of that stuff. So well, just interesting. Well, on Friday. This Kill Care is a really great facility. They've got uh, got a lot of really good equipment, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought a track a meter, traction meter or okay. something out there. You see some of the the fuel guys in yeah. the HRA out there. It's like a big, it's like a big pad. Do they have like a torque wrench on yeah, it or it's something? It's kind of like a torque wrench. Yeah. This one they had wasn't very big. Okay. But, it, but he came out there with it, and he said normally on a on a bracket race night the the number would be two thirty. Okay. We were hitting three hundred. Whoa. <laughs> so, uh, and he checked it several different places, but I'm sure it wasn't nowhere near that on Saturday. Right. Right. And uh, and that affects you know I mean that, that affects everything, but I mean we still had you know some some good wheels up you know on several different cars i know one time ben christopher did uh, just a power wheelie off the line it just kept bringing it up there <laughs> when, uh there's a video of when he was running running leslie and he's out the window beside leslie and it's just a beautiful shot <laughs> i'll have to look at that i hadn't yeah. seen that one i don't think yeah, so it was. That was the one I sent you, where he was. Oh, to drive. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, I was yeah. paying attention to him driving it so much. I wasn't looking at the other car. Yeah, that's the one where Leslie was having to drive a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that is amazing on, on these cars, and it, that's the other thing I kind of observed following it pretty close this weekend. Just the footage that I saw, but these guys are having to drive these cars. I mean, they're they're not just you know they're not just strap it in and drive it down the line. You know, they they're driving the wheels yeah, off of them. You got it. Drive with one hand. and Shift, shift with, with the, the other, other. yeah he noticed he was having to jerk his hand off the shifter yeah. to get over and grab the wheel yeah but uh, yeah there's some yeah. there's some major talent to do this you a, know a lot goes on in in heads up 
first to the finish line southeast gasser racing yeah water box to the finish line there's a they're very busy in the car yeah and if you guys haven't seen these videos like southeast gassers they put them up on their facebook and stuff and check them out the in-car stuff is is what's really amazing like randy was saying just him them having to go back and forth and they're shifting and trying to keep the car straight and yeah it's a handful and it give you a new level of perspective on what's going on out there then if you look at uh, I mean, you know, that, that's a 55 Chevy that mm-hmm. we're looking at there, you know. I mean, it's a little longer wheelbase, so it's a little easier to drive right. than, say, Queen's Little Anglia. Anglia, or, yeah, those things they have to be a handful. Oh, yeah. What's the wheelbase on one of those Anglias? Because I think a 55 is like 112 inches, or is it? I, 94, I think, maybe. On a 55? No, oh, on the Anglia. On the Anglia. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's drastic. 94, somewhere around there. Yeah. And, and then we've got Scott Butler, uh in his little car, it's a Morris Minor, mm-hmm. and it's a very short car. Yeah, it's a '58 Morris Minor. Okay, and uh, so it, it's a very short car, also. Yeah, yeah, that would, yeah. I didn't even really think about that, but those things would be a handful. Yeah, yeah they, they, there's, there's some driving goes on. Sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, real quick before we before we dive into the full on race recap, and we kind of got some random questions in there. We had a couple guys come up to us at the car show we were at. We were up at the Trinity Car Show and talk about this, and they really enjoyed it, and they really enjoyed you, and and had kind of come to find us because of this. So first, I want to appreciate you for that making that possible. But they, uh, but it's also I thought you would like to know that. I thought that was pretty cool. That's good. I mean, you know, it's it's we need to get the word out there. Yeah, exactly. We've got just like we were saying in I think our first one. That we're within three and a half hours of five or six of our races. Yeah, exactly. Where we're sitting right. Yeah, we're kind of in a hub here. Yeah. So if you guys, if you guys uh, found us because of the Southeast Gasters and because of Randy, man, we really first off, I want to tell you guys that we really appreciate you doing this and tuning in and listening and and subscribing. Subscribing to the YouTube channel is is really massively important and helps us out a ton. So if you guys haven't done that, yes, I'd really appreciate you doing that and p- pressing that button. I want to get that in here right here just so that <laughs> so that it's out there. And another thing there, you know, Southeast Gassers is, uh, you know, there's, it, we are able to do this by fans in the stands. No, oh, absolutely. You know 100%. I mean, the I mean, you know, more fans we got in the stands, the better off it is for the whole organization, the racers, and everything, you know. I mean, you know, we can continue to do this yeah. as long as we get fans in the stands, you know. That's just, good. Just like we were talking earlier, you know, the, the, the rain and everything has hurt a lot of events this year. A bunch. You know, and, uh, just like a, you know, they was calling for sixty percent chance of rain, and it didn't rain a drop. Yeah. So, you know, so. What do you anyway, do? Yeah. Yeah. You just have you to kind of guess a guess a little. <laughs> yeah. You know, the last race was delayed because of rain. Yeah. Right. Right. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. So that, that really hurts the fan count. Yeah. Yeah, that would. You know, so. Yeah. Well, if we want to, we'll just go ahead and dig into the race if you want to, Randy. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I just wanted to touch on something here uh, that we talked about previously on uh, the gas class itself. Uh, yes. Uh, that's and, kind of the uh, definition of gasser. Yes. Okay. It actually came about uh, when uh, uh, NHRA uh, was trying to find a place for the engine transplants to go. Okay. So you had a Cadillac engine and a 40 Ford. Okay. Gotcha. You know, and... Uh, and then there was rules on, they came up with the gas coupes and sedans. Okay. Was, was what it was basically called, was the, was the name of the class, gas okay. coupes and sedans, but it was just easier to call them gas. Gassers. <laughs> and, and they were, of course, gas cars. Yeah. And uh, so that's where you end up with the engine setback. So there was no, no. I mean, they, they did it off the number one spark plug. Mm-hmm. 
and the axle. Yeah, right. And uh, so, so that's how they came up with that because there's no set position for an engine to be in a car it wasn't supposed to be in. Yeah, understood. You know, so, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And uh, so that's how that came up. I just wanted to clarify that. No, I'm glad you did. Yeah, and uh, but Quain uh, Quain straightened me out on that. That's good. <laughs> I imagine he probably knows a thing or two about uh, he, it. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, and then another thing I wanted to mention, when uh, we were talking about H-Gas at London, and mm-hmm. we had uh, the biggest field we'd ever had, uh, Mike and I got to talking about something else, and I forgot to mention John Bish. Okay. Uh, uh, he's uh, got the little Spitfire, uh, Splitfire Triumph. Okay. And, uh, or Spit 6, Spit 6 Triumph. Okay. And it's got the little 230 cubic inch engine that I had. In. Oh, really? Yeah. And you know Robert Reeves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Robert went on the power tour. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, I met him on power tour. Yeah. He's got yeah. the uh, what the gray car. Uh, what the is Hudson. it? Hudson. Yes. Yeah, he Hudson. did a lot of a lot of neat work yeah, on that car. Flathead six cylinder with a with a turbo on with it. a uh, supercharger, right? Supercharger. supercharger. Yeah. Supercharger. He built like a, a special enclosed box to enclose the carburetor to, mm-hmm. for that to work. Yeah. It was neat. A lot of a lot yeah. of neat work there. Yeah. He's he's very intelligent man. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Reeves. Okay. But he built that little engine. Okay. And uh, I ended up buying it out of a, a car in Haywood County. And uh, I didn't want to sell it, and but John was struggling a little bit with the engine that he had, mm-hmm. uh, basically a stock 250. And uh, so we were just going to drop it in his little car and see what it would do was what I was wanting to do. Right. But the minute they heard it start up, they had to have it. They had to. <laughs> That's a pretty good sign for an engine right there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But he went out, I think he gained a second his first pass. Whoa. And, uh, That's a mile. Anyway, uh, yeah. And John's done well. He's he's uh, he won the first race in it. Really? Okay. And uh, but uh, I, I just overlooked John on my list when Mike and I were talking, and I just wanted to bring him up there. And then uh, just everybody said a prayer for John. He's got to have some surgery. He's not going to be to race with us the rest of the year. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Definitely and Christina, do that. They they've been with the H gas. You know, they bought their car because of H gas was beginning to roll. Okay. And. Uh, uh, so, but they'll be back with us next year, and he's got some plans on what's going to go on with the car over the winter. Cool, good. But speaking of H gas, uh, we didn't have but two H gas cars there. We had uh, Robert Frazier in black and blue. Uh, it's a black and blue race, and it's a, a Barracuda. Okay. And it's got a. Uh, it's a AMC six. Okay. Uh, in it, I, I'm pretty sure it's what it is. But he lives just right across the mountain in Bristol. Okay. And, yeah. Uh, Robert and Rita Frazier, they're uh, great people. Uh, he uh, he has ran in AFX, H, A gas, and I'm probably missing <laughs> something here. You know, I mean, he may have ran in every one of them. Right. He, yeah. He's, he's ran several different classes. Wow. Since this all started. Uh, but, a question. Sorry, before before we, I just have had this thought. I don't want to lose it. Is there certain area, or is there certain races that you guys go to that have a, has like more dominance in a class, like more car show? Like I was just curious if, or if it's fairly even depending on all the races you go to, or if there's certain racetracks that you go to that have more of a certain class, or is it pretty even? It's probably pretty even on okay. that. Uh, we always have more cars at Knoxville. Knoxville's kind of the center location, right? And then Shady Side. Okay. Uh, we've had as much as I think 121, 122 cars at Shady Side. You raced the first and last race at Shady Side, right? No, the no. Second, second and the last. Okay. This year. Okay, this year. This year. Okay. We, they had Reynolds, Georgia, first race. Okay, understood. And then, 
but uh, Knoxville is always a, a really good race for us. Okay. Uh, we actually bumped it up to two races there this year. Okay. And uh, so that's uh, always a good fan count there. Good. And uh, so uh, I think when we went there last time, we I can't remember how many people we had, but we did have a good number there last good. time. And we've always had good numbers at Knoxville. Right. And uh, it's amazing that that area of ten well, just Tennessee in general, East Tennessee is kind of a hub for racing and cars and stuff. There's a lot of people that's really interested in it, you know, in that area, Knoxville and Bristol and stuff like that. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me. But uh, there was only two cars in HGS. We had Robert Frazier, and he, and he took the win against Todd Hines in the uh, Studebaker. And uh, so, and then uh, Rob Walden won AFX again. Uh, I'm not sure how many. He's two or three wins this year, maybe wow. four wins yeah. in AFX this year. Set the record. Okay. First in the fives to, in AFX. Uh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's good. And, uh, and he's driving – Rocky Platt's car because Rocky had to have shoulder surgery. Okay. So and uh, and he builds the engine in the car too. Uh, Rob Walden is and you know your dad and I talked about him being Lamar Walden's son. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he he builds several several engines. Okay. And throughout the Southeast Gas Association. Uh, and then uh, Superstock Rick Marner again. He won. Uh, that's that's his sixth win this year. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, Randy Kiefer was runner-up in Pontiac, uh, Pontiac wagon. Okay. Good, good, uh, good looking, good running car. But, uh, Rick, Rick puts on a show. He, yeah. He, he almost drags a back bumper almost every really? place and stuff. Yeah. And That's it's awesome. only a little seven each tire. Uh, and it was his sixth win this year. He's number one qualifier again. And I think that he's 45 points ahead with three races to go. Okay. So, you know, more than any thing happening you know he's probably pretty well got it got it up, got it pretty you know? good i mean if he shows up for all of them mm -hmm. he should you know and then going into sea uh, gas uh todd odin and double x 58 chevrolet mm -hmm. is number one qualifier and uh, he's second in the points but uh, uh ricky jones took him out uh in the semifinals and uh then uh he and Tim Hall met in the finals. Okay. And, and Tim, Tim won. Uh, Tim's multiple winner this year. Uh, I should have looked all that up and see how many wins he's got, but uh, he's got a thirty-point lead. Okay. Uh, uh, going in to, with three races to go, but uh, I think that was Ricky's second final since he's been racing with us in the Stud Muffin. Okay. Uh, that's a that's a uh, championship Seagas car also. Really. And Tim was our last year's champion, so he's going for two in a row. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick Barner was also champion in Superstock last year, so he's going for two in a row. No one's ever done that. No one's ever done two in a row, really. No one's ever done two in a row. Was so it looks like Rick and Tim could could be the first ones to ever do it. Cool. You know. Uh, and then uh, going into B gas, Kevin Bird again. I mean, we talked about Kevin last time as being kind of. Uh, just sneaking up on him a little mm -hmm. bit here there, and he's number one qualifier again. And uh, uh, he went out in the second round to Sean McLemore. Uh, Sean's part of the Tennessee Hillbillies. Okay. A uh, bunch of characters there. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean's, uh, Sean's wife, Tasha, races now with us. She's in a 55 Chevy. And then his brother-in-law, Scott Butler, which I mentioned 
a little earlier in the 58 Morris Minor called A Little Varmint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it puts on a show. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, he he's got a new engine and he he looked good this weekend. They getting it, getting it figured out there. It. He's 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 right there. I think I think he's going to be be uh, be right there. But uh, Daniel Haynes first win of the season in the, in the Falcon Patriot Falcon. Okay. And he's one of the low budget teams. He's, good. He does all the work himself. As far as I know, you know, he's uh, I watched them building that car several years ago. Really. That was it was. Uh, and that's another one of those great families. Uh, Mary Beth, his wife, backs him up, and she's one of our main backup girls. She's on the line all the time. She dresses the the, the Patriot part, mm-hmm. and then and then the car is painted like a flag, right? You know, and uh, uh, also their their son Nick helped us out this weekend. We put an official shirt on him, and he ran charts for us. Oh, well, there you go. He that's ran good. The for us and stuff, you know, and then uh, his uh, daughter reba she's one of the trophy girls okay so the whole family's it's all involved that's awesome uh his brother kim he's he's usually there but he couldn't make it this past weekend he 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 missed his brother winning yeah but but anyway it was was his brother's gonna not let him come no more that'll be (laughs) (laughs) racers are superstitious uh, man (laughs) like i say that's that's one of those another another great families and stuff just thank the world of them and uh Sean McLemore was runner-up first time he's ever gone to the finals. Okay, and uh, that that was good. It was it was good. He's part of the Tennessee Hillbillies. Right, that's the whole Tennessee Hillbilly team. Uh, there's uh, Denny Shepard and uh, Scott Butler, and then uh, Tasha and Sean, and then Todd Napier and Derek Napier. Okay, and then uh, there was. Uh, I think uh, some more of them at one time, but they've kind of they hadn't been showing up lately. Okay, but uh, it was good to see Sean up there and stuff. He's all real excited. Tasha was excited. They were all excited over him being there. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Tasha's one of the ones that I was talking about. The ladies of Southeast Gasters. Uh, right. The last time, you know, there was uh, all, all of them was there. And, but uh, and going into A Gas, uh, it uh, came down to. Uh, final round was Mitch Stott, Quain's brother and mm-hmm. frequent flyer, 63 split window. Okay. And uh, and Leslie Horn and Chick Mike. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mitch had some transmission trouble. Mm. And uh, Leslie took the win. He cut the points lead in half. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that's, that's a big weekend. Yeah. Uh, going back to B just for a second, Ted McKee, I think he's got – 50, 60 points on second mm. place, uh, going into three to go. So he's he's you know I mean he's pretty well wrapped it up. Comfortable, so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but back to A, uh, uh, Gabriel Burrell's points lead got cut in half this weekend. Uh, he went out in the early round. Uh, Mitch took him out. Mitch Stott, his uncle, mm-hmm. or cousin, cousin I guess, yeah. took him out, and. Uh, Gabriel had some ignition problems or something because the car just it just fell on its nose mm. on the track there and and uh, but uh, I think he was I think he was out 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 him when when he when he slowed down Mitch went on by to take a win and then he broke transmission mm. against Leslie but I think it's 15 points going into with three to go in a gas and yeah. it's really our only tight points real tight one you know mm-hmm. that, that could go either way at this point gotcha but. Uh, we uh, 
we had a really good deal went on this weekend. Ron Vance, which is a manager at Kill Care, mm-hmm. he called me probably three weeks ago, and he said, you know, you guys have cool-down time later in the round, so mm-hmm. you've got some dead time there. And uh, we talked about what we could do, and Ron said, I know what we can do. He said, we can have uh, – we can have a 16-car field of junior dragsters come in, and he said, they'll uh, uh, they'll fill that time. And I said, nope, that's not happening. And I said, no. they're, not, they're not 67 back. No, yeah, so that, don't, that, don't fit. <laughs> that don't I fit. Said, that don't fit. No, that don't fit, Ron. <laughs> and then he said, all right, we'll think of something. And then uh, we kind of went back and forth, and uh, he, he told me, he said, well, I can come up with some money. He said, uh, he said the track will come up with some money to do something and I, and so what we came up with was uh all the the people that went out in the first round uh names went in a hat okay of, of all four points paying classes mm-hmm. bc and Superstock, and uh and then so stephen smith that uh does all of our merchandise in southeast gasser's gear mm-hmm uh, he he donated four hats. Okay. So we put all those names in four different hats, and uh, the backup girls went up in the stands and got people to come down, and we drew two names out of each hat, and uh, it was it was a hit. Just a match race. Yeah, basically. Oh, a that's match cool. Race, uh, and to kill some of that time. Right, right. Add them after the second round. Right. Killed a little that time, and it was just, it was a really good deal. Everybody was appreciative. That's super cool, yeah. The fans love it, it. yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the, uh, what I noticed was the drivers and crews of other teams came up to watch that too, you know. Of course, yeah. That was really good. I think some of them split the money, and then some of them just took the money, you know, right. they mm-hmm. won and stuff and everything. Well, that's, but, that's a that's a great idea, though. You know, like I said, getting idea. the fans involved, that, that's awesome, and, you know. And uh, so Superstock ended up being Taylor Bright in, uh, in the Heartbeat, Heartbreaker Barracuda. Okay, yeah. And she's another one of those ladies. And yep. she, she's getting better every pass. You can just see her. She's, she's getting better every pass. Yeah. And Bryant Dalton in uh, uh, Falcon. And uh, Bryant took that win. Okay. And uh, then uh, Rick Taylor in the Maverick and Jaron Perdue in the Adams County Outlaw. Okay. And that's a – Adams County Outlaw's a 50 Chevy Coupe, and then the Maverick's a 53 Chevy. Okay. And uh, so uh, Jaron took that took that win. But Adam Lowhorn and uh, Ryan Pope – were the big ass cars? Well, Adam Lowhorn is the, the rod slinger that drags the back bump. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So he got to come back up, and 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 do his deal again. Right. And he and Ryan, they did they did a couple of dry hops and stuff, you know. And it was it, it was really good, you know. The fans, I was watching the fans when Adam come up to do his qualifying, and it I mean it was just amazing how many of them were standing. There's a head of phone out. Yep. I mean, it's just that yep. everywhere in the stands they were doing that. I'm sure. And they just packed their pits. They were <laughs> over there. They were over there signing hero cards all day. That's awesome. You know, kids over there and stuff. And, and that's how you grow it, right there, yeah, doing stuff yeah. like that and getting the word out. And, uh, but uh, he got to come back out and do. He, he did his 
two passes in qualifying in the first round, and then he got to come back out and do another one. And we were going to let him come back out and do another one, but he was broke. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he broke a water pump. Oh, okay. The, the, the electric motor on his water pump went out. And uh, so we could have probably found him one or whatever, you know, but it was, it, you know, we didn't, he didn't. I don't think he really wanted to, to fool with it that time. Right. Been, there was a few other little problems in two. I think he bent his axle when he came down oh, for a hard time and stuff. So. I don't know how he doesn't do it every pass. That's, <laughs> that's some aggressive watches that guy oh, does. He, he's, he's great. He's, uh, <laughs> and he loves it, and he loves dealing with the fans. Yeah. Stuff. He's, uh, but most, all of our, I, I started to say most, but all of our drivers and crew are great with the fans. Yeah, I'm sure. It's just, uh, uh, you know, you'll see them taking pictures of kids in the car and, and just different things all the time. And, and I think I read an interview uh, that Quain did a few years ago, him kind of talking about the start of the ga- Southeast Gasters and stuff, and he, and he was talking about his professional career, you know, and Promon and stuff like that, and how it became work to him. And this Gassers, he wanted that to make sure it wasn't that way. And I think that right there is the biggest part of that, you know, making sure, you, you know, that you remember you're here to compete, but you're having a good time and you want to, you know, talk to the fans and do stuff like that. So it's cool to see that spirit kind of still be there, yeah. you know, even after this long. Yeah. Well, Ryan Pope was the other car there, and Adam ended up taking the win in that. Okay. But Ryan Pope, he don't he don't race with us maybe once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he uh, – he he put on a show too. There he was up there, and they done a couple of dry hops. So it, it was really good. The crowd was really into it. It's amazing what dry hops do. Like people love to see a dry hop. When we put out the when we first started the the YouTube channel, we put out that first drag race video with Dad and all that, and, and there was a bunch of dry hops in it, and that was the number one comment we had. Man, I miss dry hops. Man, dry hops. That yeah. was so cool. What a cool time to be there. You know, all this stuff I get, but it was always centered around the dry hop. Yeah. Well, and they did it back in the day for, for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. to see, see what RPM to leave at. Right. And and to go across the, the, the start, you know, the patch. Right. You know, where they're starting at. You right. Know, is to put a little grubber across it. Yeah. And it makes a difference. It makes a difference, you know. And, I, and I've noticed here lately, you know, Quain started doing them again. Oh, really? Okay. And then, and then Michael Walters and Papa's Wild Willies, he, he started doing them. And he did some really good ones at... Uh, at uh, london okay and uh, uh todd odin's been doing them i think todd might have had some rear end housing issues this weekend i didn't see him do a dry hop and that could have been the reason right but uh but he's he started doing them again since he's been running good here lately and uh then going into a gas uh kenneth phillips in silver streak two he uh, red lighted first round. Really? So, so he got put into the hat, mm-hmm. which which is not wouldn't be normal, right? Know? And uh, and then Greg Steltz, uh, he had a wiring fire. He had a short, and it oh, just it, it filled a cockpit full of smoke. Oof! So uh, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> when when, uh, when we went to tell him. They jerked the door open and said, hey, we can't do nothing. And it was just melded wires on oh, the steering car. Man. So uh, that put Quain in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that put Quain in. So Quain, and, uh, uh, Quain did a, a dry hop, a good dry hop, you know, for that and everything. And, and, and the fans, like you said, they really appreciate that. Yeah, they do. And uh, uh, and then Kenneth, Kenneth got him, you know, which, you know, unless Kenneth – 
red lighted or something, you know, or, or, or had a really bad light, you know, he's just so much quicker than Quain's car. Okay. You know, so he's just like I say, he's been fastest qualifier the, the past two previous events. Right. You know? So, uh, uh, that, and that was a really good deal. And, and just to touch on the consolation race, we call it the luck of the draw consolation race. Okay. And, uh, uh, I got on the phone with Wes Clapp at Knoxville today. I was I was about to ask this question. Go ahead. <laughs> got on the phone with him today, and we're working on a sponsor for it. Okay. Uh, uh, he's he's got one in mind, and I already had that same sponsor in mind from over in Knoxville. I don't want to say anything right yet. Right. But, uh, but I think it'll probably happen. Okay. And then he said he'd donate some Knoxville dragway hats. Okay. Uh, to to draw out of. Okay. And so, so that's something that's going to be there for the next race. Cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I hope I can see that taking off. Yeah, you know, I, I can see I, that I being at every event. I think that'll be a really good thing. I think the fans will love it. And then, too, you know, I mean, as the drivers get into it, maybe they'll start doing a little more dry hop mm-hmm. because it's not a competition pass. Right. It's you know, purely it's, just it's, yeah, it's fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting out there. And if they split the money, you know, or whatever, I mean, you know, it's up to them what they do with right. it. But, uh, it it can be a really good thing for 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 the fans, for the drivers, you know, that, that get to come out there and, and make another pass later in the day. Yeah. You know, instead of loading up. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. You know, and that and growing up and going to the drag race, that that was the hardest time, that downtime. You know, especially yeah. if you're a kid, if you've brought your kid with you and stuff. And I know Dad probably had his handful with me when I was growing up, oh, but sure um, uh, that downtime at the drag strip, that's so hard. And and if you can feel it, even with just a little bit of something, you know, it, that's always a good thing. It is. It sure is. And uh, it, it it'll make a big difference in in the whole the whole deal. You know, if we can do things like that, for sure. And. Uh, uh, Knoxville, Knoxville, they should be a really good crowd there. We'll have a good car count there because uh, it's so local to everybody. Yeah. And uh, uh, I need to mention a couple of new sponsors we had in, at Kill Care. We had uh, All Decked Out was the, was the event sponsor. Okay. And they do deck restorations, cleaning, and things like that. Okay. Really, yeah. really nice people, some of uh, Randy Kiefer family okay and uh it, it was a really good deal i appreciate them and then also we had a new sponsor come on this week uh, or this this past race bonifani clutches okay and they're going to be the trophy sponsor for the rest of the year oh great and uh so glad to have them uh hopefully that's going to work into something a little more next year mm-hmm. uh and also we had uh uh o'reilly step up this uh, dallas Peffley, he and his wife Donna, they always go in a few days early and promote. Okay. So they went into O'Reilly's just to kind of see if they could put a flyer on the window. And uh, the guy there, the manager, I guess, says, yeah, you want to get a bucket of uh, of cleaning supplies, car cleaning supplies? Yeah. And so they loaned us a, uh, a banner and give us a bucket of car care stuff. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, car wash and yeah. different things. I'm not sure. I never looked in the bucket. But anyway, uh, Quang goes out and asks who is uh, drove the furthest. So uh, I think the guy was from California. It, it, the fans? Like yeah. you went in the state? Okay, I got you. Yeah. yeah. He, he walks up and down the track and see who's, who drove, you know, who, yeah, yeah. who drove 500 miles, who drove mm-hmm. 700 miles, who drove 1,000 miles, you know, whatever. But I think the guy was from California. Man. They got the bucket. That's and, awesome. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, uh, 
and then of course hold the flag up you know the the banner up and took pictures you know right. with o'reilly and really appreciate o'reilly coming on yeah that's cool that, that's super know. cool and we're gonna see if we can probably do that at every event now. yeah kind of like a long like o'reilly's long hauler or something yeah. you know yeah 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 and uh, uh that was really good but and i mentioned to you before we got started is the guys from ireland yep yeah i wanted to bring this up yeah, yeah. we had uh, i think there was four of them from ireland came and they were just uh, Quain brought them out and introduced them, and of course I didn't catch their names, but uh, they were up on the track, uh, right there at the, at the starting line for a few passes, and they were just thrilled. Yeah, I'm had, sure. Had cold chills on them, you know. <laughs> it's, it, just, it was as if they're doing this, you know. I mean, it was just it was really good. A couple of younger kids, 14, 15 maybe, and. Uh, they were just thrilled. That's well, super we, cool. We couldn't let them stay up there very long, but we ended up getting them off to the side over there, and they stayed right there at the fence for a good while. And and I talked to them, and uh, oh, they were just just thrilled. I'm not sure how they ended up here if they were coming here for something else, and but they knew about the Southeast Gasters. I right. talked to him and asked him how he knew about it. And he said YouTube. Yep. He said he saw us on the wonderful there. world of YouTube. <laughs> And he said, I'm the motorhead. So he said, I turned everybody else on to this. That's cool. So, uh, that's, so. I mean, Quain should take that. I mean, that that's what a feather in his cap that he's built something that the whole world is interested in. And and for it to be, you know, specific, you know, you'd think that most people wouldn't think about it. It's so specific, 67 back, you know, this, this, and it's worldwide. You know, these guys are it coming is. from, from everywhere to see it. That's, that's awesome. Well, and it's just like the the old fellow in the fifty five mm-hmm. that that is eighty three years old. Yeah, you know, I mean, he he didn't want to bracket race. Yeah, so he parked. They parked the car, it. Parked the car, and it was stayed parked for years. Yeah, you know, and now he's came out to this one event. I didn't get the opportunity to talk to him or or even really look at the car other than riding by it right on the scooter. But good looking car. And from what I understand, they're going to do some work to it and, and maybe come out again. Yeah, that's and cool. Make, and make some more passes in it. So. Yeah, and to just to elaborate on this a little, they posted it on their, on their social media, uh, Southeast Gasters did. I wanted to talk about it a little because I thought this was such a cool story coming into it. Uh, it's what Randy was talking about here. Uh, the guy's name is Tom Hans, and uh, they were they were from... He they raced in like Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Richmond, all in that area. He had a '55 Chevy, and it was a sea gas car. At least that's what he has on the door here, sea gas car. And like Randy said, they raced it, they street raced it, and then they kind of took it into the into the gas classes. And then when bracket racing took off and become you know kind of what it, it it was and what it is today, they didn't want to do that. So they they parked it. They wanted to do heads up racing, parked it. And then a few years ago, they found out about the Southeast Gassers and they started kind of getting the car ready to bring out. And 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 Tom is 83 years old, and he showed up last weekend in Ohio and, and made some passes in the car. And then, like Randy said, they're going to do some updates and and bring it back and. And that's that's what it's all about, you know. It is, it is you know, and and you hear a lot of stuff about you know that uh, bracket racing. Uh, you know that I guess I should say that a lot of people's got the idea that we as Southeast Gassers don't like bracket racing. Right. Bracket racing is just a different form. Completely. You know, I mean, it's it's a totally different deal than what we do. For sure. You know, I mean, you know me. You, we I've been around it. Since I was little, of course, yeah. you've been around it all your life. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it's it's just a totally different deal. It's right. Not it's not that I've got anything against against it. racing. It's just 
my I, my preference is heads up first for the finish line race. Right, of course, you know, yeah. I mean, just like uh, going to Bristol or going anywhere else. You know, I mean that that is what I wanted to see yeah. when I went there. Yeah. You know? No, I understand that completely. Yeah. Again, going back to when I was a kid, bracket racing was the most confusing thing for me to get understood as a kid. Why is this guy leaving before the other guy? Like, why? You know, it made no sense because in my head, a simpleton, (laughs) first of the line, you should win the race, right? And then breakouts and stuff like that. It was so hard for me to understand that. Then you ran faster, but you you didn't win. Yeah, but you didn't win. Yeah. yeah, that was that was probably the hardest part to understand. I, I think it was Zach Hall, one of our racers, that said it, and and I agree with him one hundred percent. He said that bracket racing, you should move the stands to the finish line. Yeah, that's right. That's where the action and is. That's and that's and Tara and I were parked this weekend down next to the finish line, just right past the finish line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's it's an eighth and a quarter there. Okay. And uh, well, they run a they run a thousand foot mark there too. Okay. So so they they've got three sets of lights gotcha. down there, and uh, but we were sitting down there, and it was so easy for me to explain it to Tara, what was going on because we could see the board. Yep. We could see what they dialed. We could see their dial in. And mm-hmm. This was Thursday night. Thursday night, night right before y'all started. Yeah. Okay. And you could see their dial in. Then you could see what kind of light they cut. Yep. And then it held their dial up there, and then you'd see how much they broke out by or how much they made it in by. Right. So, so with us sitting there, and, I mean, it was very easy for me to explain to her what was, what going, was going on. on. By the time those cars got down there, I was telling her, you know, well, this guy's got to run this number. This guy's got to run this number. If he runs faster than that, he's out. Right. You know. Yeah. So, and that's and, and to to give it to give it its credit where it is. I mean, that's a test of man machine. Like you got to be perfect. I mean, you've got yeah, that. Like you said, it's it's. There's nothing wrong with it at all. There, that's a that's its own that's its own animal as far as it goes to race it. You got to be perfect. You know. I agree. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's just like Bucky did it for years. You know. Yeah. I mean, and and Jeff did it for years, and and just like the 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 '95 Oldsmobile that Jeff and Bucky's got. I mean, that car's deadly. Right. I mean, it's it's a consistent car. It's dead on all the time. Right. You know? It'll run two or three off the number all day long. That's crazy. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, and that's what you want. you got to cut a good light. you got to yep. run your number. Yep, that's right. You know, and then, so. but that's, I mean, it's just a different style. It's no different than dirt track racing to pavement racing. Exactly. Or that's, out, yep. Or, or outlaw sprints or or whatever you know yep exactly you know, i mean it's just it's just a different different style of racing you yeah know, and, it, and it takes you got different fans right for all of it yeah you know. but yeah yeah that's good you know. anything else about the event this well, weekend uh that's pretty much covers it let's okay. talk a little about knoxville let's talk about it it sounds all good right. uh we got knoxville coming up on the 9th yep september yeah. 9th september the 9th we'll be in knoxville that's a couple hours from here yes and uh uh Always a good time to go to Knoxville. West Clap and Kristen, uh, great great people on Knoxville now. They uh, and then you got Roy and Kathy. That's uh, the, their in laws or, or Wes's in laws, and uh, they're they're right there with them. And uh, uh, I, I really enjoy going to Knoxville. Yeah. And there's uh, uh, like I say, I always have a good fan count there. I always have a good car count there. And. Uh, Going into Knoxville, uh, that'll be well, three to go. Yeah, uh, so it's so going to tighten are, up a lot. Things are tightening up there, and uh, I think 
shift points is going to be there yep that was what i was going to say so yeah we're we're lucky randy's invited us to come down we're going to be doing some filming and stuff i want to i think we're hopefully be able to talk to some of the racers maybe the owners in knoxville and uh, some stuff like that what what we're going to try and do is just kind of if you can't make it to knoxville i want you to feel like you were there as far as being you know in the pits and up in the stands and all that stuff so that's what i'm hoping to to capture hope we'll see how well i do at it this will be the first time at it so and someone else i need to mention is Mm -hmm. uh, dylan horton da videos he's he's looking forward to meeting you i'm excited to meet him too that stuff the dh media that they put up and and they do the recaps for the races and stuff man that guy does good work he does he does really good work and uh uh but it's like i say he's looking forward to meeting you and everything and then uh uh, I think your dad now is your dad gonna go? Yeah, oh yeah. I think okay. as far as I know, yeah. I think uh, I think me and him and uh, I think I've got a couple friends that are coming too. They just want to come see the gassers. They're they're excited about it. Yeah, so I'm bringing bringing new people with me. Right. Well, I was telling him the other day that you should do a, a, a deal like the power tour. Yeah. Just do a run over there. Yeah, I think I think that's what we're we're talking about doing. It. I know you said you're gonna do some uh, some parking for like some classic cars and stuff. Yeah. yeah, there's gonna be good parking for classic cars right up. Uh, close to the track fingers crossed we can bring the galaxy good that's what i would good. that's what i want to do and i think if, if there's going to be four of us going we <laughs> there's plenty of room for four people in that thing so um i would let's see i, I don't want to overpromise, <laughs> but again but uh but yeah let's see if we can get the galaxy ready and bring it i think that'd be well, really that cool would be good that and that'd be, be a good little a nice little drive for it kind of breaking in a little well, the Saturday night deal on Patton Avenue is the weekend before. So. Right, right. So yeah, that's true. That would be a good a good test of it there. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to shoot for. So let, let's let see. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably come up on Saturday night before and hand out some flyers. Okay. I'm going to uh, uh, Poplar. Oh, yeah, deal. that's coming soon, yeah. I'm going to be over there handing out flyers on the 26th of August. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, if you guys if you haven't heard of the Poplar Car Show, man, it's a monster car show, and you're going to see some really really nice stuff. I remember me and Dad went the first year of it, and were blown away at how many people came to this remote little area in Poplar. Yes. <laughs> it's a it's a neat one. It's called Run to the Hills, right? Run to the Hills. Run to the Hills. Yeah. And there's been fifteen, sixteen hundred cars. Yeah, gosh, that's. I mean, in some that's really. Wild top dollar cars there yeah you'd be surprised you know when you when you when you go in there and you're going there you're just thinking where am i going yeah yeah it just winds (laughs) back through there forever seems like and then all of a sudden you just round one big curve and it just opens up and then you you start seeing the cars and stuff so it's it's a really good show to go to it doesn't cost you anything to get in it's not like they're uh giving away awards or anything Mm -hmm. like that it's just a bunch of car guys hanging out and having fun talking you know, seeing friends you hadn't saw in a long time. Mm-hmm. It usually takes me all day to just walk through because I end up talking to everybody. <laughs> that's how it always is with Dad, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so, yeah, it's, so it's, that's it's, good. So what we're saying is, is there's plenty of things to do over the next few months. If you're interested in cars and racing and any of that stuff, go do it um, because it's it's all out there. Patton Avenue, September 2nd. Southeast Gassers, they're going to be in Knoxville on September 9th. Run to the Hills, August 26th, you said? 26th. 26th. Uh, the church where Fred Whitaker goes. What is it? Yeah, the Macedonia Church. Macedonia, yeah, that's that's they, Sunday. Yeah, they have their uh, soup bean supper. Yep. Yeah, that's coming Sunday. <laughs> Dad keeps saying we're going to take the galaxy to that, so I don't. We'll see. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> we've promised it to be in a lot of places. Yeah. It's uh, 
it's all good stuff, you know, if we don't if it don't rain. Yeah, fingers crossed. I think yeah. we'll have some good weather. That'll be great. So yeah, it'll be good. Be good. All right, all happy, all good. Yeah. Good. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, and and again, I want to say thanks so much for letting us do this. I enjoy it. I learn something every time that we're on here, uh, and I hope that everybody that's watching does the same thing. Um, hey, if you guys have found us because of the Southeast Gassers, like I said earlier, thanks so much. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, and the best way that you can help this channel to grow is clicking that subscribe button. It's easy. It doesn't cost a penny. Uh, so do that. We would really appreciate it. And uh, if you if you are at Knoxville, come see us. Like I said, me and Dad will be around. Uh, I think Jackson and Wynn, they're going to be around with us too. The other guys that do the regular podcast with us. Um, so come see us. We would love it. I, I love seeing everybody. And it was really cool at the car show to have people come up and say that they really enjoyed the podcast That's and good. stuff with this. So I'm glad to hear that too. So thank you guys for joining. And we'll see you after Knoxville. We'll have some video out there too. So see you then. Hope to see you at Knoxville. Will do, yeah. yeah.